I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. August 29th, 2020. Today we conclude with chapter 16 and 17. The chapter titles are, Some Cautions and Concluding Observations, and Summary of the Science of Getting Rich. This is Awesome Today. Awesome Today is a mostly daily show about stuff that might be awesome. Don't overcomplicate it. It's barely edited and sometimes offensive. Enjoy it. And have an awesome today. Would you? Hi. Good day. How are you? I'm good. Good. I don't know why I felt like I needed to look outside when <laughs> you said, when I, how am I? Let's see. Yeah, well, know. it's weird because this is the second day in a row that since we have sat down, the, the weather has changed instantly mm-hmm. while, while we were sitting here. We had a little pre-recording conference between the two of us. We did. And we conferred. Yep. Is that how conference got its name, from conferring? I am almost positive, yes. Hmm. And yet, most conferences today are not conferring. They're multiple soliloquies. Yes, that's accurate. Hmm. But anyway, we've been sitting here for a little while, and the weather has changed on us. It has. It has. I'm I'm still good, though. We are officially old and boring in that we're opening our conversation by talking about the weather. Well, let me tell you about my trick knee. I knew this storm was coming. It's true, actually. We just aren't old enough to talk about that as well. Uh, but it's true. What day is it? Today is the 29th of a Saturday in August. That's right. I completely guessed because I couldn't remember what you said. I just knew it was Saturday. You guessed right. I'm proud of you. Anybody who is listening to this on a Saturday and looking out their Oklahoma window and saying, the weather isn't like what they said. That's correct. (laughs) It probably won't be. That is for sure. All right. All right. We are on the final chapters, which is kind of technically a final chapter and then a a summary. Right. Right. Yeah. This has been a journey. This is not what I was expecting. Indeed. When we, when I was reading Jen Sanchero's book, I mean, I feel like in a lot of ways that she kind of prepared the path. Mm-hmm. 
And I feel like she just mentioned this book and the other one that she read in passing. Kyle, I'm not exaggerating when I say, I think this is going to be one of the game changer, life altering books of my life. Yes. Like on the list of books and in, in material. Carve on the side, not the back or the front, but the side of your tombstone. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's a great, can you do that? I bet you can do anything you want if you've got the money to pay for it. And after reading this book, we should. Okay. I will, I will make sure in my riches that are on its way to me mm -hmm. that I pre-plan my tombstone so that on the side there is reading material. This will be included. Never forget, it's important to me, that on my tombstone it says, that woman laughed loudly. It's really important. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I like that you laugh loudly. If you, you did not laugh loudly, yes, I would feel much more boring than I believe that I am. <laughs> Probably a lot more in the neighborhood of true and accurate perception of self, but... I, I benefit greatly from your loud laughter. Yeah. Ministers to my soul. Oh, thank you. That's a nice thing to say. Okay. Well, here's what's interesting to me. I love that this book is published in 1910, and he starts off his closing chapter that's of actual substance by anticipating the fact that the people reading are going to be like, now, wait a second. Hold on a cotton-picking minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that is how they raised objections in 1910, yeah. um, especially the South. Uh, with saying, no, wait a second, I can't do this because the government yeah. is a problem. Yeah. And so he starts out by saying, no, listen, individuals may enter the certain way at any time under any government and make themselves rich. He's just like, listen, I don't care if you live in a capitalist society, a socialist society, right. a, a anarchy, wherever you are, yep. whatever the age is. I think this is most beautifully... Maybe not most. That may be a strong word. I think it is very beautifully exemplified anytime you see someone born in true poverty. Yes. That is not held there. Right. They find a way out. Yes. Yeah. So I just, I love that he just started off the chapter with being like, do not come at me with your objections, be saying the government will mm -hmm. hold you down or that the titans of industry won't allow for this. Or, right. And I just think it's so fascinating. What do you think he would have thought that a hundred years, over a hundred years from when this book was published, that people are still digging through the oh, treasures he, of this? He'd probably, words, probably be a mixture of one, really moved and shock and awe and two, well, of course they are. It is the scientific right. method for doing this. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can yeah. I tell a quick story? Please do. Okay. So I mentioned there someone born into abject, true poverty mm -hmm. climbing out. Yes. And I, I would have to say, if there's anybody I ever have known in my life who, who thought and or maybe not thought as much as acted in mm -hmm. the certain way, mm -hmm. it would be my dad. Yes, that's for sure. Who's no longer with us. Mm -hmm. My dad was one of eight children, and they were never well-to-do no. by any stretch. But when my dad was 13, with six of those eight children still at home, my grandfather passed away, mm -hmm. which left no working adult outside of the home for a wage. Right. Um, 
Wow. And the snoring dog. Yes. They would pick up pecans, dogs. They would pick up pecans in the fall to sell, to have scrounged together enough money to buy a set of clothes for school. I mean, just never not working. Right. Never lazy. No. Uh, but certainly never abundant anything. Mm -hmm. And... My dad had three brothers, so there were of the eight children, four were boys. And this is by no means an, an insult against any of them, but there were two brothers definitively, my dad and one of the others, mm -hmm. who thought and acted mm -hmm. very differently yes. uh, than the other two. And my dad and, and this one that thought similarly to him, they, they both ended up very successful dogs. This is amazing. I know. I've never heard her snore that loud. So loud. But both of these brothers did very well in life. Uh, and the other two, who thought very differently, certainly different than the certain way, it, it's been a lifelong struggle. Yes. Um, and it's just interesting to see that because same environment, and he points right. this out very early in the book, yes. same environment, but different way. Yes. And yes, it's possible and available. And my dad was of average intelligence, but you talk about somebody that really embraced, without even knowing what it was, the creative way yes. and helping others up. When he passed, there were people that we had not seen for 20 years, mm -hmm. had no way of being in contact with them, certainly didn't notify them that my dad had passed, and they showed up at the funeral from multiple states away. Mm -hmm. I don't even know how they how they found out about it, but they broke themselves to get there. Yes. Because that was the kind of impact he'd had on them by helping them follow the same way to progress and success that he did. Right. That's so true. Yeah. Kind of amazing. Yes. So there's that. Um, I think it's interesting too that he points out, and I think that he still recognizes that even at the end of this book, people are going to still have some squeamishness around the pursuit of wealth and getting mm -hmm. rich. And he makes sure to clarify again and reemphasize the point that the more men that are on the competitive plane, the worse for others. Yes. But the more men who get rich on the creative plane, the better for others. So really preemptively addressing that thing of like, listen, everything that you know about getting rich, wealth, you're looking at it through the model of the competitive plane. And no wonder it feels bad and icky and squeamish to you. Yes. Of course it does. You don't have many models. We do have, like you said, your dad, we have the rare models here and there, but that's not our national or collective or cultural understanding of what it means right. to want to be rich. So those are some of my notes from the beginning of this. If you want to okay. jump in. Um, you've touched almost exactly on things I jotted down. Uh, so next in my succession of things. And this one was interesting to me because it feels counter nature okay. to me. It says, do not spend any time in planning as to mm. how you will meet possible emergencies in the future. I wrote that down too. Be concerned with doing today's work in a perfectly successful manner and not with emergencies which may arise tomorrow. Yep. You can attend to them as they come. Uh-huh. Does that sound familiar to you? Yeah. Do you think? Yeah, biblical, yes. in fact. Uh -huh. um, yes, and then he follows up with, with another restatement of that to say, no matter how tremendous an obstruction may appear at a distance, yep. you will find that if you go in the certain way, it will disappear as you approach it, 
or that a way over, through, or around it will appear. Yes. And that is the truth. I don't, there's a, there are a very limited number of times in my life where I can point to an event where in all of the foresight planning that I did, that when an obstacle did arrive, that it actually fell into what I'd anticipated and one of my planned methodologies worked. There's a couple, mm -hmm. but man, I've done a true solid English word, one word, shit ton of work <laughs> trying to navigate what's not here. Yeah. Yep, that's true. I could think of a lot of stories from our lives that indicate you that think? Think the, the thing that you would have never prepared for happening is that what actually ends up happening. But yeah. somehow the resources are there, the ability is there, the solution comes to you in an instant. Like it is, I do think, I mean, I totally hear what you're saying, that it's fruitless to anticipate all of that and and it's going to block your momentum. That's right. If you are only just sitting there, like, kind of drilling out the details of, like, if this happens, I'll do this. If this right. happens, I'll do that. You're not in gratitude. No. We're not, uh, oh, what's the, what's, the, what's the other phraseology he used about? You just said momentum, right? right. Same concept yeah. to let everybody on the rise or whatever, yeah, advancing. whatever advancing. Yes. yes. Yeah. You, you're certainly not doing that when you're in the other process. Mm -hmm. I know from personal experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can see this is in your notes too. guard your speech. Mm -hmm. Make sure that you don't allow negative talk about yourself, about how hard times are about the business circumstances that you're trying to get into and why is that so important, do you think? It's it's the same thing. It pulls you out of gratitude. It pulls you out of advancement, of all those things. It's discouraging. And you're sending a discouraging thought to yes. the creative stuff. Ultimately, the, yeah, it does. It, it sends out the impression of negativity to source energy, mm -hmm. what to call it. Um, and that is what, I mean, truly... So, for, you know, the Bible says that out of the mouth is the overflow of what's in the heart. Mm -hmm. And we want to be really um, aligning our hearts, like you said, with gratitude and with faith. Right. And with keeping that picture in mind of what it is that we're working towards. And to push wider with that, he, he follows up and says, you know, don't speak of times as being hard or of business conditions as being doubtful. Time that is hard and business that is doubtful is only true for those on the competitive plane. Yep, that's right. That's true. Yep. And that when when we, if we're not on the competitive plane, if we're on the creative plane, that when we encounter, when others rather are encountering these times, we will often see our greatest opportunities. Yes, I have that highlighted in the book. I didn't write it down, I guess. But yes, that is an indicator like if times are hard and things are difficult, that is actually a sort of, I don't think he says this directly, but it's a sort of like collective desire for change, for something different, for something new. And you could be the catalyst for that. Yes. Um, he does say, always speak in terms of advancement. So if you're not speaking negatively about things, replace that, which you would normally be, you know, down talking yourself or your business decisions or your money troubles, replace that with talking in terms of advancement. Mm -hmm. uh, to do otherwise is to deny your faith and to deny your faith is to lose it, he says. I love this one both because of what it says and because of how he says it. Yeah. When you make a failure, 
Yeah, I loved that when you make a failure. <laughs> it's like I imagine myself as a child standing over the toilet. Yes. Mommy, I made a failure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I loved I laughed at that so much. It is when you have made a failure, it is because you've not asked for enough. Keep on and a larger thing than you were seeking will certainly come. And he gives an example of a business deal that a guy had been pursuing that fell through. And rather than being disappointed, all the things you would be, he just kept on well, and with first him, he thanked God for yes, it happened. Yes, he showed gratitude for In it. the moment, before yes. anything else happened, he thanked God that that business failure happened, which, talk about faith. Right. Within a short time, a deal that was so good came along that it, it made him almost embarrassed of the the original one that had failed. That yeah. seemed like such a great idea. Yeah, exactly. So, I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I kind of had uh, noted that too, to be thankful for, for failures as they come along. He does say, you will not fail for lack of talent. You will develop mm -hmm. all talent necessary for doing your work. If you, if you fail because of a lack of ability, that ability will eventually be furnished to you. Right on. And you know, as I thought about this, because I am a, a personality type who is, I'm deeply troubled if I don't feel like I have not just ability to do it, but superlative yes. ability I can teach to Dave do it. Enneagram 5, yes, mm -hmm. that's true. Whatever box you've created, that's fine. <laughs> Communist. Yeah. <laughs> the... Uh, at the same time that I can recognize that in myself, I can recall several instances of looking at a person who was growing rich and thinking that person is just practically incapable. Mm. They are they are bringing no original thought to the thing. They're copying some methodology, which I don't think highly of either. But... In fairness, they aren't, these instances I'm considering at least, they aren't hurting anyone. Right. They are providing value. It just isn't the kind of value that an extreme perspective would like to say, no, I offer this. Right. But that's maybe as well a very competitive approach to take and, and not the healthiest of perspectives. Um, they can be perfectly happy offering someone that's value exceeds the cash they've received for it. Honestly, in the instances that I'm thinking about, it's times where someone, no insult to them, they just aren't an intellectual person to give consideration to anything beyond. Ah, they're getting, mm -hmm. they're getting something they paid for. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than what they could be getting mm -hmm. more if I were more competent. Mm, that's good. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So I need to, I need to, slow down on mine. Yeah. Because I've, as I look back at the history of both my coaching career and my, my investment advisor career, even the worst advice I ever gave is still pretty dang good. Yeah, that's right. Um, and I, you brought up a point that I've been meaning to say is that I think when we notice jealousy rising up in us, that that's a indicator you're getting into competitive mind. Absolutely. I mean, like for me, when I am feeling jealous of something a colleague or a peer is doing, I get that jealous feeling. And I, as I keep unraveling that and asking myself, why am I feeling jealous? There is that underlying belief that things, that resources are limited. Yes. I was just going to say, I was just waiting my turn to say supply is limited. Supply is limited. Yeah. 
instead of thinking there's enough for everybody, mm-hmm. whatever it is, whether it's, you know, more followers, more listeners, more downloads, blah, blah, blah. There's enough for everybody. More merch on the backs of the people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, that's a good trigger to realize, okay, I'm going into competitive mindset. I don't want to be there. I want to be in creative mindset. And I want to realize and remember that there is abundance and more than enough Mm -hmm. and whatever is not there right now will be created. Yes. Yes. And, and who, I I don't think there, there certainly, there's going to be people that would argue with this in word, but I think truly in heart and in mind, there's no one that wants Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Success for having not done anything. Right, yeah. And this would be evidenced by people born into extreme wealth that twist off and mm-hmm. get bizarre because they didn't do anything to right. to earn it. Who would want to... They're out there, the, the podcasters that have 100,000, million people, all of that, who've done nothing other than just be. Mm-hmm. And, and a weird thing happened that made them popular. And mm-hmm. usually... Their podcast sucks. <laughs> they, it does. It just is like, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, compared to, what, what's the gal's name that's gotten so big with the true crime stuff? Uh, Ashley Flowers. Yeah. So I, I don't see anywhere, not that I've examined it in extreme detail, but I see nowhere that she was given anything. No. She works hard. She works hard and she, she does a good job. Yeah. With things, and she is um, I, I, all the respect mm-hmm. for what she does, and I'm I'm thrilled for her mm-hmm. that what she did in absolutely providing value yeah. and and enjoyment to people is something that's that's doing well for her. And I would offer the same um, for Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. He's he's not often not my cup of tea mm-hmm. on things, but I mean this is a guy who. He tried as a stand-up for a while in conjunction with that, tried several different facets of making it in the combat sports world, mm-hmm. still has a finger in some of that, still has a dabbles in some of the comedy stuff, but he took a lot of swings yeah. at things before he landed somewhere, and everywhere along the way, he gathered skill. Yeah, He gathered knowledge, he gathered the ability so that when this opportunity of the, the podcast that he has now hit... He he didn't have to go out and learn how to do right. That's true. For this, the skill and the ability was there, mm-hmm. and uh, 
he's not gotten, he's, I don't think he's changed much, whether or not you like him as a person or personality, he's stayed true to who he is as yes. a person. Well, that's for sure. So yeah. Versus again, and I won't point out names, but the people who have a following undeservedly mm -hmm. because of their affiliation loosely with someone else that got mm -hmm. names in front of them and they, yeah. And then, yes, that's the point where jealousy creeps in because it is like a very limited supply. Like, well, that, why isn't that right. group, why isn't her group listening to me instead? Yes. I'm better than her. Yes. Or him or whoever. Yeah. Again, just that idea that there's just, there's only just a limited amount. And yeah. So anyway, uh, before we wrap up this chapter, I love that at the, towards the end, he mentions, you know, like, don't let your lack of, you know, sort of belief in your ability or your training or whatever stop you. He says, remember that the same source that's at work within you was at work within Lincoln, who was untrained and untaught for the crisis that he had to face, mm -hmm. had to live out one of the greatest, this is uh, his words, but I think many of us could agree, one of the greatest works of government, really in human history. Um, and he was completely untaught, and yet he rose to the occasion. And when he, when the author, Big D Waddles over here, uh, <clears throat> mentioned the same source, we haven't, we hadn't, we went the whole episode without bringing gonna, up Big D. Yeah, I was so. going to hold it in, but it was too, the, the D-ness was too big. <laughs> anyway, when he talks about the same source that was at work within Lincoln and that, it was, you know, that he, that Lincoln had. Abraham Lincoln or Paul Lincoln that lives across the way? Over Abraham here. Lincoln, okay. President Lincoln. Just making sure. Nobody uh, knows who Paul is. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, small, small circle of people, maybe. <laughs> that you're making me lose my train of thought. I know that's what I do for okay. you. It's my gift. Yes. Same source at work in us as in him. It reminded me that St. Paul wrote in the letter to the Romans in chapter 8, verse 11. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwelleth in you, he that raised Christ Jesus from the dead shall quicken also your mortal bodies through his spirit that uh, dwelleth in you. And it just reminded me of that fundamental teaching that St. Paul is tapping into that like, hey, same spirit that gave life to Christ in the grave gives life to your mortal bodies here. Right. Like what, what more power source could you possibly be looking for or even possibly need right. in this right. world? I attended a, I don't know what you'd call it. Maybe it was a conference though. We weren't conferring uh -huh. uh, several years back, probably seven or eight years ago. So it's not as current of information as I would have hoped, maybe. Uh, no, but the the guest that we brought in to speak to our group worked for a company, I believe, was called Character First. Mm -hmm. And the premise of the message was that through education systems, we've gotten really good at teaching people competency. Mm -hmm. That there's no... There's no lack of competency within corporate America. Um, now, you may wish to argue with that some. I know I would. <laughs> but his point being, where the severe lack is, is character. Ah, uh, yes. Which okay. is what this material addresses, mm -hmm. ultimately. Mm -hmm. And that really the ideal for any employer would be to go find 
desperately dig, hunt, turn over rocks, and find the character because you can always train yes. the competency. Right. Absolutely. Well, I have not a single note on the summary at the end. Okay. So we're going to be completely reliant completely on you. You're going to have to carry me through to the end. Relying on me to deliver the big D energy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There is a thinking stuff from which all things are made and which fills the interspaces of the universe. With his thoughts, man can cause the thing he thinks about to be created, created, sorry, moving from competitive to creative places us in harmony with the formless intelligence and full harmony with the formless substance comes by a lively and sincere gratitude. I love that phrase, lively and sincere mm -hmm. gratitude. I would like to write it on every wall of our house, teach it to our children, teach it to myself. Maybe, maybe that's the new tagline for Sorta Awesome, lively and sincere. Oh, maybe so. You don't like it? We'll see. That means she doesn't like it. <laughs> I'm used to being shot down. I feel like a World War II fighter pilot uh, who oftentimes got shot down without dying to do it again. That's right. Okay. Yes. Form a clear and definite mental image of the thing you wish to have, to do, or to become. Spend your leisure hours, not your efficient work hours, right. but your leisure hours contemplating the vision in earnest thanksgiving that the reality is being given to you. Creative energy will work through the established channels of natural growth and of the industrial and social order, meaning things aren't going to materialize in front of you. Of course, yes. Um, creative, yep, that's what I just read. Uh, be active more than filling your present place so that you will be prepared to receive your own when it comes to you. This includes doing each act in a successful and efficient manner. Mm -hmm. And the riches you receive will be in exact proportion. I love this. The riches you receive will be in exact proportion to the definiteness of your vision, the fixity of your purpose, the steadfastness of your faith, and the depth of your gratitude. That quote alone, and it applies whether you're trying to live the certain way or not. Yeah. Wherever we find ourselves, as uncomfortable as it may be to admit it at times, wherever we find ourselves is in exact proportion to those things. Yes. Yeah. Really sums it up right there. Yeah. What a great book. Yes. Are we going to put it away and never think about it again? No. I am going to go back through. I was telling you before we started recording that truly... I think there's something so powerful about writing things down by hand, yes. Just, or at least for me. I've always been a learner that if I write something down, then I have a much better chance of remembering it. But I really do want to go back from the beginning and pull out the phrases and the sentences and the paragraphs that really spoke to me and journaled them out and yes. really camp out in some of these truths to see. I hope we both do this. Yeah. It is his recommendation, which yeah. I left out. But his recommendation is that you focus, while you're trying to learn and adopt this system, that you focus solely on this system. You don't try to intermingle multiple systems. You don't yes. do a whole bunch of other. Just follow this. It is the science. It is the method. Right. Um, he talks early in the book about the fact that there is only one shortest distance between two points. There is only, you know, yeah, so don't. 
don't make this more complex than it has to be. Exactly. Yeah. So this was good. You guys, thank you for going through this with us. This has yeah. been very empowering and very... Listener numbers have been strong throughout this. Yeah. Not that we would have stopped had they started no, falling. No, but you never know. People were used to us doing our uh, our daily history trivia mm-hmm. and discussion and stuff, and you guys really hung with us as we took this detour to explore this. So very much appreciate it. Speaking of... We might even be advancing. We are advancing. You think we're advancing? I know we're advancing. We're advancing. Yes. Come advance with us. <laughs> That's a good slogan. Come advance with us. What the hell does that mean? Right. What are you talking about? Well, let me show you something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's next? What is next? Well, we've debated this mildly, and debate's probably a completely incorrect word. Yeah. We've conferred. We've conferred. We didn't have a conference, but we did confer. We were conferring. Still conferring. The temptation is to take a brief break, mm-hmm. very brief break, and then enter into the next book recommended by Jim Sincero being, uh, now I can't think of the name of it. I wrote it down because I knew I'd do this. Think and Grow Rich by um, Napoleon Hill. Yes. Who was influenced by uh, Big D. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I'll ever remember now is Big D. So it'll be like, what was that author's Go into name? a public library. Oh. Where's the books by Big D? <laughs> that's all I'm looking for. <laughs> You probably wouldn't be the first person to say that in a public library. They'd probably be like, shh, sir, that section's reserved for (laughs) the private clientele. Do you know the password? You you get it, right? I get it. You have gone down a whole path. I did. I did. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, we've been conferring now that we're repeating the information, the guidance from the end of this book. I'm not sure. Maybe we need to pause a little bit longer and live in this uh-huh. material first. Yeah. We haven't decided. And we're not 100% sure that we are going to go with the second book. Right. Um, I'd like to preview it a little bit at some point first. And I don't want to preview it yet. Okay. Makes sense? Fine by me. Okay. So more good times, good laughs. Good with time history. Charlie in the rock and roll band? Or yes. Something? That's what I signed up for. Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll make it happen. I would hate to to take your money for something of less value. Yeah. Use value. That's true. Speaking of use value, you did lifestyle-wise watch, read, listen, lifestyle. See, we haven't done that non-segment in so long. I almost forgot That's what it true. was even called. But lifestyle-wise, you got a delivery today. I did. I got some new butts. <laughs> Two pair. Two pair of underbutts. Yep. We've... Uh, since the last time we've discussed this whole dilemma, and for those who are unfamiliar, I live in a very strange state of fear of going to my underwear drawer and having no clean underwear, mm-hmm. which is weird, and I fully own that. It's not that weird. But it's a thing. And from the time I was a child, my home family referred to underwear as underbutts or butts. And anytime I'm out, it gives me, along with the fear factor, then I have the great pleasure of screaming across the house, Maggie, where's my butts? <laughs> well, since we originally told that story some time yes. back, we have transitioned our daughters into the role of 
doing the laundry. Yes. And there has been more than one occasion where I've been absent of butts. Yes. And to complicate matters worse, not only are they not getting washed frequently enough, they're disappearing. Period. That is a true fact. I don't know if we've got a, a weird we a, basement dweller that likes men's underpants. We have an underwear poltergeist, I'm sure Something. of it. So, I went ahead and ordered a couple pair from, and I did a lot of underwear research, which is, is a weird thing, right? Well, I mean, it's not a weird thing for an Enneagram 5, but I'm not. I think it's a weird thing for a man. Okay, that's fair. For most men. Yes. But I did a lot of research. I had uh, what we we've been through uh, meandies, yes, and those are fine. Mm -hmm. And spent some time with Calvin Klein, yep, and those are fine. And for whatever reason, and there's a surprising number of articles about the top underwear, yeah, all of that. I didn't realize there was such a cult, uh, yes, following and search for the holy. Well, grail a, of undergarments. It's a very intimate product. It you is. It's the have, first thing on you. Yeah. You uh, you need the cert, you need the underwear experience. Yeah. Well, I ended up selecting for this go around Mack Weldon. Yes. Who there were actually I think three different brands that were intriguing to me, but this one in particular has refused to do business with Amazon, which makes me think we're going to determine we're going to figure out something in a hurry. Either it's terrible or it's really good. Yeah. I don't feel like there's any middle ground with if you've avoided the big box resellers. That's right. So, so well, we'll see how this all goes. Yes. So I guess that's it for this August 29th. Is it? That's yeah, all? Do you have it. any scent smell things I was to talk in, about? I was in, well, okay, I was not in thinking about getting dressed and ready and put on my smell goods today because I spent a large chunk of time this morning completely cleaning out our kitchen nook. Yes, and it's incredible. Our breakfast nook area to try to create some sense of order. It's now an educational nook. Yes, a schooling nook. So I was just like so in the zone about that. I just didn't even think about my scent of the day. You did it. You did it well. You, you did it efficiently. Thank you. You truly certainly weighed the hell out of it. Thank you. Thank you. I did have the voice of our friend Wallace mm -hmm. speaking to me, and I wasn't channeling him or anything no, crazy no. like that. Okay. No, I was literally listening to the book as I worked, so that kept me motivated to keep working in an efficient way. Excellent. Okay. All right. Well, have an awesome today then, would you? Please do. All right. Bye. -bye. Bye. While we've reached the end of the book, I'd say that we're far from done with it. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.